Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Am I the Arsehole? Cross with Relationships. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from True Refrigerator 741 who says, Am I the Arsehole for not housing my brother's mistress? And it does come with a couple of updates. My brother... 51 male, his mistress 47 female, niece 1 year. Backstory. My brother had an affair on his wife. They have 5 kids. After quitting his job, they moved into his in-laws. My brother's mistress got pregnant. She decided to quit her job. She was evicted from her previous rental, leaving my niece homeless. My brother's wife decided to try and work things out. I ended having a lot of family pressure to allow my brother's mistress and my niece to move into my rental, to try and create a stable environment for my niece. Eventually, I agreed to allow them to move in with a couple of conditions. One, pay $500 each month. Most of it goes to the cost of the utilities. Two, no dogs. The mistress quickly agreed. Since the rent is extremely cheap and let us know she will be starting a new job soon. The first month I received half the rent. Then the last five months, nothing at all. It's become a burden for me to keep them there. I am working additional hours to cover the expenses. My brother's mistress never went to work. I've tried and tried to talk to them, trying to work things out. It's going nowhere. I gave his mistress a 30-day notice to move. During that time, I found out she is pregnant with baby number two. My brother's wife kicked him out and he moved into my rental with his mistress. They didn't leave after the 30 days. They ignored my attempts to talk to them. So I served a five-day notice. Still, no reply. So I went to the court and filed for an eviction. Since they were served, my phone has not stopped. Just about every family member has called upset. My dad told me to finish it. He feels like my brother needs to man up and take care of his kids, both from his wife and his mistress. My dad told me to put my kids first. My mum, however, is a livid. She told me that I would be responsible if my niece and the new baby will be taken away by CPS. She said my kids are old enough to understand mummy working extra hours in the name of supporting family. She feels like I should continue working overtime and paying for their expenses until the new baby arrives in seven months. Am I the asshole for kicking my brother's pregnant mistress to the curb? And we have a couple of mini updates, then some relevant comments to questions that were going on. So we're going to cover those straight away. So to answer a couple of questions. Yes, she is pregnant. I was there at the ER when the doctor told her. I also found out she wasn't using any birth control. As of right now, the court date is Monday morning. I should find out there if the judge will allow additional time for them to stay. In most cases, it's 72 hours unless I drop it or allow more time. Last, my husband and I have talked about taking the babies into our home, just them. It's a major change for our kids. We feel like it's something we need more time to decide. Update 2. My mum showed up to my house tonight. It's quite the drive. She's been crying. I invited her in to have dinner with me and my kids. After my kids left with my husband, trick-or-treating, she tried again to allow my brother to stay. 
She said with their health, they couldn't allow them to stay in their home. I told her that I feel like I'm enabling my brother to not take any responsibility for all his children. I told her I'm tired of working nonstop for someone who is more than capable of working. She left sad. I will see my brother for the first time since he was served tomorrow at court. It will be interesting for sure. I'm a little heartbroken, but it needs to happen. My hope is the judge doesn't extend the time they have in my rental. I feel like it will just make things harder. Next little update says, okay, so I went to the court today. My brother and his mistress didn't show up. The judge did a good job. She ruled in my favor. My brother has to be out by Saturday. If he is not, then the constable can remove him and his mistress on Monday morning once the court opens up. Everything was going good until my husband asked the judge if we are responsible to notify my brother of the ruling since he was not there. The judge says we could pay for the constable to deliver a copy of the ruling today. I gave the constable all the information, including when both my brother and mistress would be home. After I left the courts, I got a call from my parents both on the line. I told my mum the constable will deliver the court's ruling to my brother to give them the maximum time to prepare to move. My mum was dead silent. My dad burst into laughter. I was then informed the reason my brother and his mistress didn't come to court was they had outstanding warrants I knew nothing about. So there is a good chance they will be arrested today. I can't enter the rental until next Monday. I will update then. If I am present when they go to remove my brother and his mistress, I was told today if they are not gone, they will have 15 minutes to gather whatever before they are removed by the police. Then we have some relevant comments about the ex-wife, the no dog rule, the warrants, and then a final update, again, which we're covering the moment. But, you know, if I was in brother's position in this situation, you know, and a sibling was helping me, they gave me a place to stay, they, they gave a place for like my children to stay, I'd be doing literally everything I can to show, you know, thank you for the support. And if I was falling behind on rent or whatever, I would go and talk to them about it and say, look, I'm not trying to take the piss. I will pay you back. Can we set up some sort of payment plan? Not just totally not pay nothing for months on end. And I know your parents mentioned something about, you know, the health and that's why they can't stay with them. But it's, it's one of those situations, you know, where we read these stories and they go, but family, yet they're not willing to do anything about it themselves. And look, there's no way I would ever want to see those children in a dangerous position at all. And OP even said, you know, that they're considering taking just the kids in, which would probably be my route as well. And again, I know it's not their responsibility, but I'd really struggle to see, you know, them children potentially homeless, maybe. That's not something that me personally would be able to live with. But we'll go on to these extra comments So about the ex-wife. His wife moved in with her parents. She became a stay-at-home mum when their daughter started having back-to-back seizures. The child needed constant care. However, with her parents' support, the wife is now working full-time at the front desk of a hotel. She is wanting to go to school in January to do respite care for sick children. They moved in with her parents when my brother decided he didn't want to work anymore. He's gone through jobs most of his life, but always found a different one. Until this all began with his mistress. About the no dogs rule. I did not want to bring up the dogs that much since I felt the main subject was lack of rent, but they ended up getting the puppy two months ago. I found out about it after a post I saw on Facebook. I asked them to remove it from the property since I am allergic, which is why I said no dogs. His mistress told me it's her emotional support animal. Keep in mind, I've received no written notices or paperwork for the dog showing that's just a response for not getting rid of the dog. I'm sure if the dog pee, lost hair, or so on in the house, those rooms will have to be deep cleaned and the carpet padding will have to be replaced. 
AC vents cleaned. It's not a small allergy. I get shots on a weekly basis to help with it, but I still have to be careful. About the warrants. Yes, they do. I have no idea they got in trouble. My mum knew it and kept it from me. My dad, on the other hand, thinks this is deserved after all he has put his wife and kids through. I'm not allowed to enter my rental until Monday. I don't know if my brother will be out of jail by then. I feel kind of bad for feeling this way, but I hope I don't see him. I don't want any more drama. His wife asked if she could move in the rental since it's on the same street as my parents and her parents. I told her to let me think about it. She is an amazing person. I just don't know if I want to rent a family anymore. It's been a complete nightmare. So update. Here is the update for this week. The constable and we showed up to the property. He told them they had 15 minutes to grab whatever and leave. My brother went off. I sat in the car. My brother started threatening me. I had never seen him act so horrible. I just sat in the car not replying. Then he just started smoking, not packing anything. His mistress was screaming from the house saying, you told me I would never have to move. You told me your sister wouldn't evict me. The last mum. I'm not sure what that meant. My brother slammed the door into the constable's face and locked it and refused to leave. At that time, additional police were called out. My brother's response was yelling. He was going to knock me out. He has a gun and will use it on me. Again, he has never treated me this way. So the police asked me to leave and go get lunch in the hopes they would calm him down. Nope, it didn't work. They had to knock the front door in. They gave his mistress 35 minutes to pack things. She didn't. She just sat in their car mad. We changed the locks and cleaned up any open food. Then on Tuesday, I got a call from the constable saying they needed to get an inhaler. I'm not required to give them medicine. I am required to give them their identification. However, I drove four hours back, loaded all medicines in a box, put all important paper photos in another box, told the constable I was ready. They showed up quickly. He handed them the boxes and they had another meltdown calling names, more threats, because they wanted to go into the house. I was told they set up secret cameras and they were watching me and know I touched their stuff. The constable told them it was illegal to secretly record on private property and they could go to jail for two to 10 years. Then my brother started walking towards the constable in an aggressive manner, so I called the police. My brother told them to arrest me. The police told him I wasn't the one going to jail. His mistress took the boxes and left while yelling. I know I have to see them again, but I'm thinking about filing a restraining order against them. The police recommend I do that. And there was a little additional piece of information that the OP posted in r slash insurance asking about the property showing the damage that they had done. So the question was question about hard living versus vandalism and then went on to say, so I have a rental property. I'm at the end of an eviction of my brother and his mistress. I was told by family that they ripped doors off hinges from them slamming them. Some doors are broken cut blind cords, small kids and not being watched, nail polish all over the hard floors and carpet and so on. I won't be able to see the property until Monday to assess all the damages. I was wondering what constitutes hard living versus vandalism. Is it worth the trouble for my insurance company to come out? Since it's an eviction, I don't see them paying for any of the damages themselves. And I think OP may be right in in something they said in that post in that, you know, you don't rent to family. We've seen that a lot on these subreddits, you know, never do business with family, never rent to family, all that sort of stuff. It only leads to trouble in the end. Obviously not in all cases, but we obviously see the worst of the worst on these subreddits. 
you know what I'm like, I'm a big fan of, you know, Nightmare Neighbours and all this sort of stuff, Nightmare Landlords, Nightmare Tenants, and I've seen loads of these ones, and I think, why would you ever want to be a landlord? And I know on these programs, these subreddits, we see the worst of the worst, as I just said, but on the programs that I do watch, you see, like, like in this one, after they've had to evict someone after they stopped paying rent for months and months and months and they've lost like four thousand pounds in rent or whatever then they go and trash the house as well like pull the doors off the off the cupboards and then it's up to the landlord to fix all that stuff and that's after months of battling to evict someone and don't get me wrong there's some incredibly you know tragic stories on there of people who just literally can't afford rent but they don't trash the place you know they're just in hard times and they've got no other options but then there's these other people that you know just don't give a shit and will just absolutely wreck the place out of spite and just the legal system is so flaky with it as well i'm i'm just talking from a uk perspective this is the programs that i watch but i don't know what it's like where where you are anyway as usual i'm going off on one let me know your thoughts on that let me know what it's like around your way is the, is the laws just as flaky let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And before we get into our next story, there is mentions of infertility. So I just wanted to give you that warning. Please feel free to use the timestamps if you want to. That's what they're there for. And let's crack on with it. So this story is from It's a Throwaway who says, Wife, 38 female, is convinced that she is pregnant, even though that every pregnancy test, store-bought and medical comes back negative. It's taken a toll on our marriage because she thinks I'm going to abandon her and our twins. And this does come with an update. This is all over the place and I really need help. My wife and I, male 42, have been married for two years, together for 15. All this time, we had either not decided to have kids or had problems getting pregnant. After some medical testing, we found out that it was near impossible to get pregnant due to some medical issues with her. We were thinking of adopting when one day she came home and told me she was expecting. Of course, I was super happy. A week later, we had an appointment at the gynecologist and, and she had some blood drawn. The test came back negative and of course I was devastated but she wasn't. She claimed that she was pregnant and that the doctor was wrong. We took some more store-bought ones and they all came back negative. My wife is in complete denial. Now she claims we are having twins. She is buying them clothes and decorations and is pressuring me to start with a nursery. I'm at a loss and don't know what to do. My inaction is making her believe that I want to leave them and that I'm going to doom my wife into the life of a single mum. What the F is even happening? I love her, but I don't know what to do. Oh, wow. 
as I said, we have a couple of updates as well, but that is incredibly sad that your wife and you are having to deal with that right now. And I'm not trying to diagnose or anything like that, but to me, it feels like there is something mentally going on here for your wife to think that she's pregnant after, you know, you've had multiple tests, you know, and I've heard of like phantom pregnancies and stuff like that before, but the fact that she's going to like trying to get the nursery done, buying clothes and everything like that, it does sound like there is more going on here. And the only thing I could really think of is talking to that doctor that that maybe you had the, the, initial, the initial blood test with, but that's an incredibly sad time for both of you but we're going to move on to that update to see what happens next so it has not been that long but i need advice again from you guys about the same topic i called up our primary doctor and told him about the problem he seemed very concerned and wanted us to come in the next morning he said it was important to be gentle but not feed into her delusions i sat her down and we talked all she wanted to talk about is when i would get the nursery started and that we were on a time crunch and how she found a perfect color for the room how she wants me to be more involved in her pregnancy i tried to be very calm but i was perturbed by seeing her that way i asked her to go to the doctor with me tomorrow she said yes that she wanted to check on the baby either ways now i took some advice and words you gave me about being calm and asking her a bit about why she thinks she is pregnant without calling her delusional so i did she kept changing subject or saying that a mother just feels it you wouldn't know how it is then I said that I loved her really much and I would never think of leaving her, but we needed to go to the doctor to confirm her gut feeling. She got very agitated and was crying, telling me that if I wanted to leave her, I should simply leave, but I shouldn't call her a liar. Somehow I managed to calm her down enough for her to go to sleep. After she did, I went on her computer. I do never snoop on her, but I remembered a commenter pointing out on forums about cryptic pregnancy and, and so I went for a lookout. Oh boy, she was in two Facebook groups. One was a normal mummy Facebook group and the other group about women that believed they were pregnant. In the normal group, she would post updates about her symptoms and pictures of her belly and her story about how she was almost not able to have children, but that's to the grace of God that kissed her tummy, the gift of life that was given to her. And she was compensated for all these years of suffering with twins. In the other group, the women were quite literally, and excuse me here, fucking insane. They were feeding in each other's delusions. A woman said that she was almost two years pregnant and how sometimes it just takes longer. My wife would post there complaining about doctors that do not take her seriously and about me. Some women were making her fear that I would leave, saying things like men cannot stick to a woman. Many recounted their stories about how their marriages broke down because their spouses could not handle the pregnancy. I was really fucking scared. I researched phantom pregnancies and I read somewhere that that could be a sign of schizophrenia. So to say the least, I could not sleep. I was and am still very afraid of losing her. She woke up and I tried to act like nothing was wrong. We were going to the doctor and it was as if nothing had happened yesterday. She was convinced that we were going to get a pregnancy checkup. Things got really bad when we began talking to the doctor. He was really tactful when talking to my wife. He tried to explain to her that it was medically impossible that she was pregnant. We tried to show her tests, the ultrasound we did the day before, but nothing. She got more agitated and began to cry and scream at me for making her look like a crazy person. She began bouncing back and forth and holding her head with both hands. We could not calm her and she went on a full on panic attack. She could not breathe. The doctor laid her down and tried giving her some medicine for her to relax, but it did not help as he didn't have the necessary tools to treat a panic attack that was that bad. She had to go to the hospital where they took care of her, did an EKG to exclude that she was suffering a heart attack. 
At that point, I really had no other option than to inquire about involuntary committal. So I could not do it myself. I needed my doctor's statement that she was a danger to herself and others and had to initiate the process of an involuntary examination of 72 hours. After that, we will have to submit a written statement to the court to determine whether or not she can stay there against her will. So far, I've submitted all her posts in both Facebook groups as well as the test we did with timestamps when possible. My wife is two days in the three-day examination and I've had no contact with her. When I last saw her, she was furious with me. She said I was taking away her freedom, which I am. I feel horrible, dirty, and useless. She is so mad at me. I feel like I'm abandoning her and I don't know how she will ever forgive me for this. I love her with all my heart and I'm afraid of what will happen if the courts decide that I can't commit her, how our life will be affected. I feel like I failed to protect her. At this point, I am just rambling. Sorry for the long post. I guess I just need to vent because I have no one else to really turn to that just wants to listen. I feel judged by everyone and pitied. I just hate it. Sorry for the spelling mistakes and edit. I will not fucking leave my wife, you unempathetic dickheads. When I gave my vows, I meant through illness and bad times. I'm not only on the right for the good times. If you truly love someone, you do whatever it takes to see them healthy again. Would you leave your spouse if they went through a severe physical illness? I'm here to stay. I will not divorce her. She is not a fucking psycho. She is sick. I hope no one of your loved ones ever has to go through this because their support net will consist of cowardly dickheads. Sorry for the rant, but if you want to say it in something in line with divorce that nut, then don't even bother. I understand people that make the choice to leave the situation when it begins to mess with their mental health, and I respect that, but I won't do that. Edit 2. My wife didn't have a heart attack. She was examined because panic attacks register with similar symptoms as heart attacks. I don't know exactly what our doctor gave her as I was so distraught, but it was not a sedative. I think it was something along the Valium or Baldrian. Over-the-counter stuff, mostly. She has family. She's estranged from most of them. Her sister is now at our place to help. Also refrain from such stupid comments like, I'll bet she will leave, bro. She is cray. How did you marry her? Because they are not helpful at all. Especially the bets that are going on that my wife will leave me when she gets better. Just seems like you want me to divorce. Get a life. Final update. Hi, guys. It's me again. We have had a lot of time on our hands, so I thought, why not update the community that helped me? Even if it was just to let me know that I could vent. I don't even know how much time has passed, but I'm very happy to say things that are working out. I have my wife's permission to share this with you all, and she is even telling me to greet you. After being in the 72-hour stay, it was determined that she had to stay there. My wife was pissed for the first few weeks. It was a devastating time. But time and therapy healed all wounds. Slowly, I was allowed to come visit, and every day I went, I saw a bit more of the person I loved. There were setbacks along the way and I, and I had to watch a lot what I said and did. For example, the first few weeks, she wouldn't tolerate touch or something like that. Our trust had to be regained slowly from both parts. We put so much work in and even now she's back home and has been for a while. We sometimes have had bad days where it's difficult for my wife to get out of bed or where I'm suspicious of her getting back into that state. But at the end of the day, I am happy. We go to counseling together and we're on individual therapy as well especially because due to the stress, I developed a form of anxiety. But every day, it's a bit better. I've discovered new sights of my wife, like the new hobby that she has of making resin jewelry and decorations. Even our quarantine time has been quite peaceful. We still have remote therapy and everything. Things are not normal yet, and adoption is not back on the table as of now. We have given ourselves at least a year of therapy before we think about parenting and raising a child. One thing is for certain, I'm still in love with my wife and I still love her so much. 
our relationship might not be better than ever, but it's sure as hell stronger than ever. Also, she has done a lot of self-reflection and of course thanked me for how I handle things. She is lovely and we are happy. My word, the absolute range of emotions that OP and wife must have been dealing with in this one story is just, it's, it's mind blowing. There's no way I could put myself in someone's shoes that's dealing with that. Watching someone you love go through that, thinking they're pregnant and you know knowing that they're not, OP having to, having to try and get his, again, someone that he loves committed because he loves them. But obviously his partner wouldn't see it that way. She's gonna see it as a, almost a betrayal in that circumstance. I'm glad, I'm so glad that they stuck together through this, you know, and that they're doing much better now and still going through therapy. It, it sounds really nice for them to, to still be on that track, I think. And there's always some comments, isn't there? Whenever we, whenever we see Reddit, that, you know, immediately turn to the breakup, you know, walk away from it, divorce, whatever. And, you know, we're not perfect people. And if people expect perfect in a relationship, we're all in for a shitty time. Hell, I've got shitloads of my own problems, you know what I mean? And if we don't love and care for the good times and the bad, with exceptions, of course, then, then what have we got? Anyway, I'm going off again. Don't get me started, guys. You know what I'm like. <laughs> Thank you so much. And now let me know what you guys make of this story. Bit of a roller coaster there at the end, you know, with a positive twist at the very end there, I think. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support, and time always means the world to me. Thank you so much. Don't forget, at the very end of the video, there is a playlist so you can watch all the videos. So if you're drawing, knitting, someone was telling me they were doing some crochet yesterday. Fair play. I'd love to see that on Twitter. Don't forget, send me a picture. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and Brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.